0: then
1: it is your job to put the country first and think beyond your own ego and your own interests and your own disappointments. <laughs> um, my advice to President Trump uh, is if you want, at this late stage in the game, to be remembered mm. as somebody who put com- country first, oh yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Like it's you. time for you to do the same thing. In your view, it is time for him to concede?
0: Absolutely. I, well, I mean, I think it was time for him to concede probably... Uh, the day after the election
1: The plague of Obama continues to keep on giving its Just rewards. Uh, When did this man last put the nation above his own ego? Can anyone please call the show and tell me when Barack Hussein Obama put the nation above his own ego? Welcome to the program Uh, The left which has fixed the election by using machines that were counted in socialist Spain is now saying it's over It's time to flood the country with illegals to satisfy Mark Zuckerberg and the others who want cheap foreign labor. uh, And Trump should go away. Welcome to the program. And so here we are. Tax filings have revealed that the Biden cancer charity spent millions on salaries and zero on research. You heard me right. Mr. Unifier is a scam artist of the worst kind, as we saw with the Biden-Hunter scandal that was swept aside by the socialist media. Uh, As the socialist media is also sweeping under the rug, the BLM, Black Lives Matter, thugs attacking people in restaurants, not only in Washington, D.C., but in San Francisco, in Walnut Creek. BLM vermin beat people up outside a restaurant, threw something on fire on them, and the Walnut Creek police ran away like sissies because they've been told not to arrest people of color. The country is right now like Chernobyl, on the verge of melting down. We have an individual named Sidney Powell, who is a certifiable lawyer, which unto itself doesn't mean very much. There are lawyers out there who are crackpots and lawyers who are brilliant. But she's a former federal prosecutor. And you say, well, that doesn't mean anything either. Well, it's something. It means more than someone who simply Twitter baits. She says the Dominion voting machines that were used, the Dominion voting machines that were used were originally created to sway the votes in venezuela for hugo chavez she is saying that the u.s army had seized dominion servers in frankfurt germany the parent company of this voting machine company or the software company dominion voting systems Cytel, is based out of barcelona spain they are denying everything as the cover-up continues Sidney Powell told Lou Dobbs, great guy, that she could not wait to show the evidence she had on the Dominion machines. She said it was funded by Cuba, Venezuela, and even China for Hugo Chavez. Now I can go on, there's more about it, much more about this, Cytel, S-C-Y-T-L, Connect, connections to Soros and the Democrat party again. Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen's Vulcan Capital has invested $40 million in Cytel. Other sources point out that Bill Gates also owns stock in cytel So I want to just back up for a minute. You say it can't happen here. There cannot be any foreign interference in our elections. Well, she says otherwise. Now, I want to tell you something a little personal about this. Many years ago, when Hugo Chavez was first so-called installed in Venezuela, I knew a man in New York, a top-flight Democrat attorney, Uh, First Amendment genius who was taken every far-left cause you could ever imagine who boasted that he went to uh, Venezuela to certify the Chavez election. He said I proudly went there and Proudly certified that the election was fair and square now He was lying of course at the time He was sent there to make sure that the big lie could go through and because he was a lifetime left-wing fanatic Which is why he's a New York First Amendment attorney Uh, He certified Chavez's election. He's been pro-Cuba his whole life. It's worked out very well for him. He's made hundreds of millions of dollars, apparently, by catering to the far left in this country, in the courtroom and outside. But nevertheless, he said that he went to uh, Venezuela to certify Chavez's election. And now you're seeing almost the same thing here. What was done to certify Chavez's election seems to be doing, being done right now in the United States of America. There are other stories that I must talk about on the program today, which is the foreign intervention of foreign countries in our election. The results of the election seems to be fraudulent. And at the same time, there is a runoff election in Georgia for the U.S. Senate. And the individual who wants to overturn the Republican in Georgia is a African-American named Raphael Warnock who said the United States must repent for its worship of whiteness. I will repeat that an African-American man who would be a US senator is Repeating the vile hateful racist words of Louis Farrakhan And he's almost into the US Senate. If you don't believe me I will play the sound for you right now in clip number one you be the judge and if it is true that A man who has dominated the news and poisoned the discussion for months needs to repent. Then it is doubly true that a nation that can produce such a man and make his vitriol go viral needs to repent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, No matter mm -hmm. what happens next month, more than a third Mm -hmm. of the nation that would go along with this is reason to be afraid. Mm -hmm. America needs to repent for its worship of whiteness. On on full display. This is an African-American man, a crackpot preacher of some kind, who is almost in the U.S. Senate, and the election has been rigged in Georgia to make sure that this man, this vile, hateful racist who hates white people, sits inside the U.S. Senate. So we could be on the verge of a Chernobyl-like meltdown in the United States of America. If the left should seize power, which it looks like they have done with a little help from their friends at Microsoft and all the other big tech operators who only want cheap labor, never forget what big tech really wants. They don't really care who's in office. All they want is cheap labor. A judge wants to flood the country with illegal aliens. A judge has said the minute Biden becomes president, he is going to overturn All of the restrictions that were put on immigrants by Donald Trump's administration. And he will open the floodgates to at least one million more of them. So that Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and the others can have even more billions of dollars. This is the corruption. It comes from greed. It doesn't come out of ideology. It comes from the ideology of greed. Big tech lobbying Joe Biden to end Trump's immigration rules. Read the story on michaelsavage.com. Read the Senate hopeful Raphael Warnock statement, U.S. must repent for its worship of whiteness. Uh, read the article on Sidney Powell, who says that the U.S. votes were sent to socialist Spain to be counted and judge for yourself. So where are we? Where are we going? How do we save America from this? This has happened in other nations. It happened in plain sight. It, it happened with people watching. It happened now i told you on friday that you say it can't happen here it's all right-wing paranoia this is all up and up well i reminded you on friday that the 1919 world series the games had been fixed by a gangster he fixed the world series you're telling me if you can fix a world series you can't fix an election i also reminded you on friday that john f kennedy was installed he was not elected with a little help from his friends in the underworld who stole Ohio for him. That's a story that's been established over and over and over again. And then he stabbed those in the back who helped him win Ohio, and they knocked him off and his brother. I, I mean, look, this is a, a historical American fact. They fixed the election in Ohio, gave it to Kennedy, thinks, thought that he'd owed owe him a favor. He then stabbed him in the back, and his dumb brother went after them. They knocked him off, then his brother. So if you say that we're more than a banana republic, I would agree with you. In some ways, we're lower than a banana republic because we think we're more than a banana republic. We are a Twitter republic filled with Twitter baiters who think that they're geniuses because they can type. Meanwhile, the country goes on. Now we hear that the uh, Moderna company and Pfizer have vaccines that are competing with each other. On the COVID level, Moderna and Pfizer vaccines How do they compare? If you're interested in that subject, you'll have to go to michaelsavage.com where I put up the article. So you'll see one of them requires two shots. One requires one shot. I will take no shots. I will not take the vaccine. I'll tell you right now. I'll be a vaccine resistor. And I tweeted something this morning that I think is worthy of note or I wouldn't repeat it to you. Here it is. If the COVID vaccine becomes mandatory, massive fraud will occur with counterfeit vaccine certificates like today's counterfeit driver's licenses and passports. I, I stand by those words. And just because you have not heard this before doesn't mean it's not valid. It's very valid. If the COVID vaccine is made mandatory by the U.S. government, massive fraud will occur with counterfeit vaccine certificates like today's counterfeit driver's licenses and passports. Now, so people say, well, they'll put a chip in you to say that you've been um, uh, vaccinated i wouldn't doubt that most of the schmucks walking in the streets would gladly be chipped like purdue chickens most of the people in the streets that i see are no no more independent than a purdue chicken waiting to be slaughtered i cannot believe it i went for a walk yesterday in marin county california through a nice town every moron was wearing a mask in the street idiots were running with masks morons were bicycling with masks and the shocking part is is that if you walk down the street In this liberal suburb, it's like the invasion of the body snatchers. All of the frightened little people walk away from you and step aside like you have leprosy. They look at you like you're a leper if you're not wearing a mask in the street. These are the people who are the born victims. They are called liberals. Liberalism is a mental disorder. I am Michael Savage. Now, I want to direct you to something. As most of you know by now, my radio career is coming to an end at the end of December or before then. I have yet to determine what date I will actually go off the air. But approximately January 1st, I will only be heard on podcasts, which is not that bad when you think about the fact that I think the majority of you already listen to me mainly on podcasts. some of you listen to me on stream, which will no longer be available because I'll not be on a radio station to stream it. That is how... uh, That is how the world works today, just as we heard Twitter censors people. You must understand censorship exists elsewhere. I'm the only one in the American media banned from entering Britain. Do you remember that? I'm the only one banned from entering Britain for things I didn't even say. And that happened in 2009. So I'm now going to be banned from radio, which is okay. We still have podcasts. But many of you don't know how to get a podcast. I don't know whether you're older people or you never did it. It's easy. If you have an iPhone, talk to it and say, find the Michael Savage podcast, and it'll link you to it. Or would you please do something for yourself right now? Go to michaelsavage.com, and you'll see all my podcasts are linked on that website. And for God's sakes, would you just go to michaelsavage.com right now, and you'll see all the podcasts linked on that website. And also, while you're there, would you please click on the newsletter? Because that's how you're going to keep in touch with me thanks for listening back in a minute savage cybercriminals often hide malware in emails these deceptive emails can look like real invoices invites or payment information with a document attached the attachments contain text and images that look legitimate when clicked on a pop-up can appear prompting you to click enable content or enable editing but if you do this The attachment will install malware on your computer. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. This holiday season, you could miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit and bank statements. Get LifeLock, the leader in identity theft protection. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information being used in a network, they'll send you an alert. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com slash Savage. That's LifeLock.com slash Savage for 25% off. So all the Brutuses that I warned President Trump about publicly and personally, Brutuses like Bolton attacked them over the weekend on television. I warned them about Bolton. I told you the story. I will tell you the story again. It's a famous story. I was at Mar-a-Lago in the first year of the presidency, 2016. I forget it was January. And I sat down for that very famous ice cream summit with President Trump, where only he and I shared ice cream. That is not to be confused with the uh, hot dog summit that we had on Air Force One years later. And at this ice cream summit, he saw a man circling in the far reaches of Mar-a-Lago, a man who looked like a small walrus that had been rescued from an ice floe. And he said, what do you think of that guy? I said, don't go near him. He's dangerous. He's a warmonger. He lied and got us into Iraq. Well, the next thing I knew years later is that the walrus was taken in and made not only an administrative official but the head of the most important intelligence apparatus in the united states of america and now this very same walrus is out there after uh when was he there on saturday night listen to him in clip seven this is this is the walrus bolton attacking donald trump you got to hear this
2: I think it's clear many from inside the intelligence community are pushing back against uh, the director of national intelligence, Radcliffe, who's operating uh, at the direction of Trump to release this information. Uh, and their resistance may well cost them their job, in- including uh, uh, Paul Nakasone, the director of, uh, of NSA. So I, I think it's, uh, uh, it's it's very hard to know exactly what's going on, obviously, from the outside, but uh, there- There shouldn't be any uh, mistake that what Donald Trump is doing, as always, is pursuing his own personal interest.
1: National Security Advisor John Bolton. Now, who talked the president into putting Bolton in there? I understand it was a talk show host who went to high school. Now, there are many people who never went to college who are far smarter than those who do go to college. There are people who are Machiavellian, who are natively intelligent, and then there are people who are natively greedy, aggressive, and stupid. He's the one who told the president to take in Bolton because he had him on his television show for many years. I don't want to go on and on about this because you say, what's new about that? Bolton was always a snake. I didn't like him. Now you have Fauci, who I told you should be thrown out on his, on his vaccine needle. Okay. Fauci, I have to go on and on about it. Deceived America in the 1980s during the AIDS epidemic. I was not in radio at the time. I was in what is known as the health sciences. I was outraged by Fauci's behavior during the AIDS epidemic. Any man who survives a bureaucracy for 40 years is not to be trusted. It means he is deeply connected to the deep state. Fauci is out there saying that we should not have Christmas this year. Fauci and Jake Tapper together are haters of Christianity, and they said we should not celebrate Christmas. That's what Fauci said on the anti-Christian CNN network this last weekend. I rest my case. This is the Savage Nation. I'll take your calls the minute I return. Savage. Well, here we are. No emotional strain, peace and quiet. It's a little a poster. I I put post-its up for myself. So on my screen I have a little post that no emotional strain, peace and quiet. Right. Right. Sure. No emotional strain for me. Peace and quiet for sure. Right oh, right on. Podcast, radio show, Suris, Galore. We're talking about the voting machines, the computer programs where they rigged, as former Federal Prosecutor Sidney Powell says. We're talking about the fact that the establishment wants Trump gone. Because there's a very good question out there, which uh, Ron in Canada is asking, and I want to answer it if I can. Ron, thanks for calling. Please state your question, if you might.
2: Uh, Hi, Dr. Savage. I just wanted to uh, check when you had mentioned at the start of the show about uh, the, the voter fraud machines and the capability of the Democrats to do that. My question would be, uh, why stop there when uh, they can't get control of the Senate?
1: Why, why go it's, a very, it's a very fair and valid question. It's logical, which I love. I love hard logic. And I believe there's a logical answer to your question, and I, may, I have to repeat it for the average listener, which is if the voting machines were rigged to dump Trump, why did they not dump you know, the Republican Senates? How come we got all these new uh, women in, in, in Congress, right? That's what you're saying. Why didn't they rig everything? Isn't that your question? Correct, yes. Okay, I think the answer is this. The Republican establishment wanted Trump gone, but they wanted to hold on to their power, both in the House of Representatives and the Senate. One thing they want is power, but they didn't want him as a disruptor standing between themselves and their view of America, uh, if you want to call it that, uh, and the electorate. So I think that they only wanted him gone, but they wanted to hold on to their power. That is a logical answer to it. Do I know if it's true? No, but I think it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: no, I can understand that
1: side of it. Um, All right. Well, that, thank you very much, my friend. How are the Royal Canadian Mounted Police doing up there? I don't know. Well, that's nothing. It's neither here nor there. Now, there are other questions we've got to take on, which is the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine. And I, you know I oppose the vaccine for a number of reasons, which will come out during this show. I'm a resistor to uh, this kind of thing for a number of medical reasons, not for emotional reasons. Penny in Georgia, go ahead, make your point. You're on the air. Go ahead.
3: Thanks. About boosting public confidence in warp speed vaccines, I would suggest televised vaccination of infectious disease
1: experts. Penny, I'm sorry. There's a big echo in you. Are you on a – could you – are you talking – can you fix the phone somehow? There's a deep echo. Uh,
3: can you hear me now?
1: Go ahead. Say it again, please.
3: Uh, about boosting public confidence in warp speed vaccines, I would suggest. Okay.
1: Well, how would you build confidence in the vaccine? What would you do?
3: Televised vaccination of disease experts
1: and big. But wait a minute. How, how, hold it. Let's back up. Forget the experts. Most of them are, uh, are, are consultants for somebody. They'll say whatever they, you want them to say for a dollar. Uh, Penny, how many people were in this trial that Pfizer ran? How many people were in the trial?
3: I don't know the number.
1: How many people were in the trial for the Moderna vaccine?
3: I think I heard that 90% of the, one of the vaccines.
1: No, no, you said, wait, we heard it's 90% effective. We heard it, the other one was 97% effective, but how many people were in the actual vaccine trials? I don't know. Nobody knows. So unless the trial was done with a large enough sample of people where you know, where you know reasonably what percent will um, experience side effects, we don't know whether the vaccines are safe until they administer it to the whole world, and then a certain percentage of the people get sick and die. Do you want to be one of those guinea pigs?
3: No, I want to hear the total number, and I will feel more confident taking a vaccine
1: Okay, thanks for the call. Not that you're not making sense. I can't take bad the the sound the (laughs) In a vacuum. I'm not in the mood today. It's a bad Monday. Okay, it's a really blue Monday for me I'll be honest with you. It's like everything went wrong today. Do you ever have a Monday that went wrong? Everyone I know is off. Everyone's fighting with everybody. Nothing's working What the hell's going on in this country? Now they're about to close the restaurants again in San Francisco moron the mayor the idiot bankrupted the city the idiot took a once vibrant beautiful city and like a moron closed the whole city down where are they going to get the money from to run these cities ah i got the answer biden uncle joe will bail out the cities uncle joe will bail out the states where's the money going to come from from you you're going to bail out democrat cities and states okay that's the plan these are dumb people most of the people in politics are damn stupid. The best and the brightest do not go into politics by and large. They're stupid people who go into politics by and large. They're not the best and brightest. They're not the innovators. They're not the creators. They're not the novelists. They're not the scientists. They're not the poets. They're not the, they're not the best and brightest. They're usually people who do what they're told, generally the way it is in politics. So they bankrupt the city, And now, where are they going to get the money from? Uncle Joe is going to bail them out. With who? With your money. And the flood of illegal aliens in order to make sure that Zuckerberg makes more billions is astounding. Isn't it odd that the left, which claims to be on the side of the so-called proletariat or the working people, is backing and back the candidate like Joe Biden and the left, which wants to flood the country with illegal aliens, which will only lower the wages of workers even further? Again, why? Because the left is filled with stupid emotional people. They don't think. They feel. And if they feel something is right, it must be right. They generally work on their emotions, not on their brains. For example, there's an actor named Alec Baldwin. Uh, In the long line of idiots who never went past the high school of performing arts, Alec Baldwin is a complete and total moron. He's a fairly good actor. Hitler was a pretty good watercolorist but a horrible man. Alec Baldwin is a good actor and a monster of a man. He called for Trump to be buried in a Nazi graveyard with a swastika on his grave. Now, you know on the face of it, that's one of the stupidest things you could ever say. Does he actually know what the Nazis did? Does he actually know how many people died at the hands of the Nazis? And yet this man has not been ostracized by the uh, Katzenbergs, Hatzenbergs, Matzenbergs, and Ratzenbergs who run Hollywood. Why wouldn't the Katzenberg, Katzenberg, Matzenberg, and Ratzenberg drum Alec Baldwin out of the business completely? Why? Because they know better than he is. They're very much like politicians. They got where they are through politics, not through, uh, through great talent. At least that's my opinion. 855 Any topic is fair game. Jamie in the Bay Area. Let's see what we're getting here. Jamie uh, on line seven, somewhere in the Bay Area. Jamie, what's your point? What You're talking about the vaccine?
2: Yeah, Dr. Savage, you were just asking. First of all, thanks for all you do. Um, you were just asking what was the number of people during to trial. I believe I heard 30,000, which isn't that big of a number. But more importantly, what I saw in their press release, I think it was the Washington Post, but they said that this vaccine is 95% efficacy in preventing COVID illness. Now, what I don't understand is the WHO says that 80% of people are asymptomatic or mildly (laughs)
1: symptomatic. I I hear what you're saying. So the whole thing could could be a fraud. In other words, you're saying it prevents COVID illness, not COVID uh, uh, positivity, right? Uh, Positivity reaction. In other words, you could take the vaccine, right? And you could not show any illness. So therefore why take the vaccine altogether?
2: Well, I mean not for measly fifteen percent. I mean if ninety nine I I heard another thing that said ninety nine percent of people are getting cured. Well, ninety nine percent of people are are living anyway. It's like, you know, it's, it's 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 really disconcerting how arbitrary these numbers can be, you know, like the whole
1: thing that can Right. The 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 mortality rate is less than two percent without the vaccine. Right? So what is the vaccine actually doing? If the mortality rate isn't being affected, what is it actually doing? It said the vaccine prevented virtually all symptomatic cases of the virus. Symptomatic. So it says the vaccine appears to prevent the most serious infections. Okay. But people aren't dying from it in general anyway. So are you willing now to take a risk on your children and on the elderly in America? to prevent an appearance of the virus when in fact the mortality rate might be the same with or without the vaccine i think that's a that's a very valid discussion to have i, I would believe i thank you for that call so we haven't yet to begun to see what's coming with the vaccine i terror i fear that the u.s government under Dr- donald trump will use the u.s military to make it mandatory oh yeah 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 oh yeah Don't think the president is not part of this equation. He wants the vaccine to be part of his legacy, and he just might force it on us. And I don't know what will happen at that point, because if it becomes mandatory, it violates our civil rights, our human rights, our medical rights, every right you could imagine to deny uh, the desire to uh, to accept a vaccine. Now, I know that there are religious exemptions for vaccines, by the way. So line yourself up for that if you are a vaccine skeptic. Let's put it to you that way. If you're a vaccine skeptic, you better line up a church, a synagogue, or some other religious organization who is also vaccine intolerant, because you may have to use the religious exemption to get away with not taking this vaccine. But what's going to happen if you don't take the vaccine? How are you going to be allowed to walk in public, go into restaurants, theaters, gyms without it? Well, that's why I said to you, I mean, I generally think ahead. We're going to have COVID passports. I'm certainly not the first one to say that. Uh, but the issue is not the COVID passport, but the, the, the uh, massive fraud that will occur with counterfeit COVID certificates like today's counterfeit driver's licenses and passports which are readily available in most big cities i understand for very little money there are people who have printing presses in the back of their stores who run off these, these driver's licenses and passports which of course explains the one-party system that we have evolved in california and uh, new york state now what month is this we're going into the bad winter months okay getting cold windy rainy so we got november december January, February. By next spring, with or without the vaccine, my suspicion is this virus will be in our background. That is my suspicion. Because enough people will have gotten it and gotten over it or have gotten it and died from it for there to be the equivalent of herd immunity. And then enough people will elect to take the vaccine. And at that point, I think all of these discussions will become a moot point. At least let us hope so, so we can all go back to a normal life. And our children, our children, our children, I keep saying I've never seen such sadness in my entire life of what's being done to our children. Little kids under age five being raised to wear masks, being raised to fear strangers, being afraid afraid to be touched, afraid to be hugged. How are these little boys and girls ever going to get married and have children? Now, this fits right into the whole left-wing agenda. They don't want them to have children. They are of the zero population growth mentality. They want an entire generation to not reproduce, especially Caucasian children who are the most compliant to the mask-wearing mandates. Is that clear enough? Did you get that into your thick heads, that this is a form of genocide, being plagued upon our little children? Oh, it may not sound politically acceptable to you to listen to me say these things. You can dismiss me if you wish, but do so at your own risk. Savage. I found a remarkable piece of writing about the virus profiteers and how the corona catastrophe While it's a disaster for the nation, our economy, our freedom, and our culture is not a disaster for everyone. Uh, I found this book, and this guy wrote that there are some people for whom this is the best thing that ever happened. And this guy said that just as the 9-11 attacks were exploited by the deep state giving them license to trample the Fourth and Fifth Amendments, he writes that the virus has given the government the ability to run roughshod over our liberty, too and that this virus is a Christmas gift to a rogue's gallery of tyrants, busybodies, and thieves. This guy is pretty smart who wrote this. His name is Michael Savage. It's it's in a book called Our Fight for America. Don't overlook what he says in the chapter entitled The Virus Profiteers because the war has just begun.
0: And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times bestselling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage.
1: The vaccine has got to be deployed and we can't abandon fundamental public health measures. You can approach a degree of normality while still doing some fundamental public health things that synergize Mm -hmm. with the vaccine to get us back to normal. So not until the
2: second or third quarter of 2021, though. Christmas is probably not going to be
1: possible. Yeah. So Jake Tapper, a hater of Christianity and Christians, a man who fears white men, by my estimation, and Anthony Fauci, a monster, a Dr. Frankenstein of the worst order, A public health doctor who has become an ingrained politician like a boll weevil is telling you you're not going to celebrate Christmas this year. So let me ask you something in a bigger picture. You see the sheeple out there with the masks on. You see the sheeple walking around like terrified little sheep. And let's say a foreign power had invaded this country and occupied it and put their troops on every street corner and this foreign power whatever whoever they may be let's say china if you want to use the china china as the demon china has invaded and conquered america and they put their police on every street corner and they're telling you go home you cannot celebrate thanksgiving go home you cannot celebrate christmas that's the government rule so the question becomes the spirit of 76 when did it die when did the spirit of 76 die? It died in, in in 2020. There is no spirit of 76. I don't know where the spirit of America is altogether. And now I want to move on to the exit polls for a moment of the uh, election. A surprising thing came out over the weekend. And it said that one of the most surprising trends in the exit polls was that Trump seems to have gained traction with every single demographic of voters, women, women. Uh, Hispanic people, African-American people, all up with the exception of white men, which was down. i repeat it. One of the most surprising trends in the exit polls was that Trump seemed to have gained traction with every single demographic of voters with the exception of white men. So I'm going to ask white men only. No one else call on this. Only white men. White men only. Did you not vote for Trump because of any particular website or news source? that steered you away from him? Again, I only want to hear from white men on this particular topic. Excuse me. It says only white men is a demo that didn't go up. So I'm going to ask only white men who didn't vote for Trump to call. And I'm going to ask you, if you did not vote for Trump, why didn't you vote? Was it a particular website that you read that turned on him, that steered you away from him? Was it something Trump himself promised that he didn't deliver? Why didn't you vote for Trump? If you're in that demographic, I think it's an important question because I don't really have the answer. Phone number is 855 Now, there's a whole slew of racists out there attacking white people on a daily basis, notably on MSNBC and CNN, in a way I have not seen since the Jews were attacked with impunity uh, historically in Germany. When the early Nazi movement began, let us say in the 1930s, there was a, a, a growing chorus of Nazis who became public haters of Jews and they started to be reported. Uh, their comments about Jews were reported. For slowly it was a trickle, then it became a flood and it led to the death camps. Right now we have minority racists who hate white people who are being given a podium on MSNBC by that most despicable vermin who runs MSNBC and the rat-bum anti-American, anti-Christian vermin who runs cnn is giving podium to these minorities who hate white people over and over again and i i'm terrified that if they're not silenced we're going to have a holocaust in this country against white people here for example is an msnbc guest who i never heard of who was attacking white women in clip nine. Robert, please play nine. No one's going to believe this. Listen to nine.
2: Not only have white women and majorities of white women voted
1: Republican for the better part of 70 years, white women have taken an active role in the maintenance of white supremacy. And that has not changed over
2: over the course of generations. And so we still see those legacies today, whether it's Amy Cooper or the permit patties or white women that have weaponized their identities Um, against especially black men who threaten their privilege these are
3: long-standing entrenched patterns
1: this is right out of Hitler's playbook first you demonize an entire demographic then you marginalize an entire demographic and then you control an entire demographic and then you punish an entire demographic and then you kill an entire demographic This was heard publicly on MSNBC from a guest named Julie Kohler saying white women weaponize their identity against black men. But she's not alone. She is not alone. There is fascism appearing and showing its ugly face all across the media landscape. They call themselves anti-fascists. They say they're in favor of minorities. But there is nothing to distinguish their rhetoric from that of the National Socialists in Germany of the 1930s in attacking uh, Jewish people. And so if you don't see the trend, I pity you. I pity you if you don't understand what's happening in front of your eyes. One of the most surprising things I have seen is the blindness of those who consider themselves the moral superiors in this country. The blindness to the hatred uh, coming from the side that they are on. But let's go back to my number one question this hour. The first hour was, is the vaccine really safe? I didn't drop that one. That's really the main topic today. Is the vaccine really safe? Now, I will tell you, I'm not an anti-vaxxer per se. I'm not in that school at all. I know that vaccines can save lives. Uh, when my children were young, I made sure that they did get their their vaccines. So I, for one, have never taken... A um, What's the one they want older people to take in this country? Whatever it is, I don't take them A flu vaccine never took one and I haven't had a flu in years. Thank God I'm loaded on, on, on nutrients. I stay away from crowds. I've always washed my hands People used to think I was neurotic for washing my hands Now the people who call me neurotic are the neurotic hand washers like you can't believe So I will not take a flu vaccine never did take a flu vaccine I did not take a shingles vaccine, will not take a shingles shingles vaccine, and I will not take a COVID vaccine, and I will tell you why. While the sample is 30,000 or 40,000 people, I haven't seen the data. I don't know who they tested it on. I don't know what the ethnic background was or the health background was of the people who were tested. Where were these tests done? What was the population amongst whom this these tests on these vaccines was done? What were, was the percentage Amongst these 40,000 tested with the vaccine, what was the percentage of people who were shown any side effects? What was the percentage of people who died from the vaccine? And I'll I'll say something else that you can't argue with me on. Nobody knows the long-term effects of the vaccine because we haven't had a large enough population who who has received this vaccine to know how long or what the side effects may be. Now, COVID itself is a frightening disease for some people and benign for others. And we all know that the COVID virus is a tricky one that has long-term effects even on people who don't get very sick from it. There are rebound effects that go on long after the benign experience of the virus has come and gone. Long-term side effects of the virus itself. So why should we not assume that a live culture vaccine in one case should not produce equally troublesome long-term effects in a human population? I don't want to be a guinea pig. Uh, We know that they had to rush this for medical and political reasons. We understand that. And we do know that Donald Trump himself wants the vaccines to be administered as widely as possible, which is why he paraded a military general last week to my alarm. I really don't trust the military uh, uh, giving out uh, vaccines to be frank with you. I really don't trust the United States military on my soil running around with with, with needles and hypodermic needles and a vaccine. I don't at all. But now I wanna go back to the question I raised earlier because it troubled me all weekend when I read that one of the most surprising trends in the exit polls was that Trump seems to have gained traction with every single demographic of voters except white men and I said white men only, did you not vote for Trump and why? Tim in Nashville, you're the first up on this serious question. Go ahead, please. Hi, yes, Tim, Just have yes. You. Hello? Yes, go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah, so the reason I didn't vote for Trump, I didn't vote for Biden because I couldn't vote for a socialist, but I didn't vote for Trump because back in 2016, I felt energized by his message and I felt like finally I had some representation in my demographic group, being a white male, but necessarily, I didn't feel like he really did anything for me in the last four years. And, you know, he's up there touting about African-American jobs, Asian-American jobs, but at the same time, we are the one demographic that is never mentioned in any positive light, other than when he removed critical race theory. That's one thing. But, you know, I just don't feel it, and...
1: You know, there's no question that this administration, owing to the liberalism within his own uh, advisor, uh, his close advisors, mainly those folks in his family who are New York liberal people, nice people, good people. They're the ones who brought Kenya West and that vile thing of his into the White House, for example. I thought that was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life, by the way, to bring a degenerate rap star into the White House who sat with his feet on the desk. Did you see that picture? Oh, yeah, it was. Terrible. Do you remember the insult that Kanye West, that lowlife rapper? Do you remember him putting his dirty, filthy feet up on the desk? The the most important desk in the world. The resolution. It was disgusting. And I think that millions of people were disgusted by that misfire, by the way. Thank you for that call. So there was a white man who did not vote for Trump. Nathaniel San Francisco, go ahead. Did you vote for Trump or not?
2: No, sir, I did not. Not this time. The reason I did not was because of the fiscal irresponsibility I've seen throughout the years.
1: That's interesting. So you're saying the spending got to you. This, this, and it was nothing else but the, but the drunken spending that made you not vote for him.
2: Uh, that was the big thing. But to be honest, when um, you know, when that thing outside the White House having the picture taken, that was just a big turnoff to me.
1: Wait, wait. wait sorry, which picture? Which, which picture
2: uh, outside the White House when he had all the troops there all the protesters they cleared them out took a picture of him across the street at the church with the Bible
1: but why wouldn't you want the protesters who were violent communists cleared off the streets
2: because I hear an agglom- an agglomeration of various police groups and
1: that's- but the police did nothing. The Washington D.C. police ran away like sissies. They wouldn't. They didn't. They're supposed to do it. They didn't do it. They try to set the church on fire.
2: That's why you need the police or national guard there defending it. But when you get getting- so,
1: so, but wait. You just wait. Hold it. You just said you're mad at Trump because he brought out. He, he marched with the military to show show a force. I don't understand why that would turn you off. No, All right, look. The, I think you're confused, Nathaniel, and. Uh, Okay, anyway, some people are saying that his advisors advised President Trump to reach out to minorities, but failed to advise Trump to expand the support with white males. That's very interesting. Another one said, I wonder if Trump wasted time reaching out to African Americans. They still voted overwhelmingly for racist super predator Biden. In the meantime, the Democrats wasted no time getting ready with mail-in ballots and other shenanigans. They got to work on the election fix. And so I'm asking white males why they didn't vote for Trump, those who voted for them uh, originally. And another one said he bent over backwards for every race but the white race. And every white demographic was praised by Trump except the white people. Every uh, non-white demographic was praised by Trump, he writes, except white people. White people are constantly attacked under systemic racism White men are the only demographic that aren't allowed to protect their own kind. Now, I know these are, these are difficult words to hear. There's something you're not hearing anywhere else. But if you want to know the emotional zeitgeist of what's going on in this nation, I suggest you start listening to the Savage Nation a little more
0: carefully. Savage.
1: All right, welcome back. So we're not talking about the vaccine. We're not talking about the voter fraud right now. Uh, my mind is already on something else. I, I move past it, like tomorrow. Tomorrow, I have to do another stress EKG. I did it a couple of times. Big deal. It's not a big deal. But I have to do it in a mask. Can you imagine doing a stress EKG in a mask? So I said, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to have a heart attack on a, on a treadmill wearing a mask like a yold. But then I did something dawned on me. I hate the test to begin with. I didn't want to do it. I hate tests and vaccines. I just don't like the whole medical establishment to begin with. You know, it's like you're just like a, an animal to them to be used to sell you tests and drugs. Then it dawned on me, you know, they got to get your heart rate up to a certain point to do the test, for the test to have a certain validity. So it dawned on me that if I'm if I have trouble breathing because I'm wearing a mask, my heart rate will be escalated before I even enter the room. And then my heart rate will go up even faster while I'm on the treadmill with the mask. So the test will be over much quicker (laughs) than it would be if I wasn't wearing a mask. So I said, okay, I will do it. In other words, because I'm wearing a mask, it'll be over in two minutes rather than nine. So I'm going to do that. I don't, ah, you have to shave your chest, then you're going to thing, big deal. Not a big deal, nothing. So that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. How do the Moderna and Pfizer virus vaccines compare? Please go to michaelsavage.com and find out bider the biden i said bider the, uh, the biden cancer charity spent millions on charity zero on research but you don't want to know that right he's the great unifier that lying grifter bum that lying grifter and his wife the other grifter the nice jill another grifter I, you, you think that they're nice people they're two grifters they ran a fake cancer charity could you imagine if trump and melania Ran a fake cancer charity that took in four million a year and did no research. Tell me what would have happened to Jake Tapper, that woodpecker bum, that that lousy anti-Christian woodpecker bum. Could you imagine what he would have said or Alec, whatever is that? I just the double standard. Get ready for a long, long purgatory that's coming. If you think it's been bad on the Trump from the media, the left-wing media, the lying socialist, anti-Christian anti-white media. You've seen nothing yet. Wait until you see the racists that are unleashed by Phil and the other boys who run the networks that we've come to detest. Savage. All right. Welcome back to the Savage Nation. We close up shop today with a few closing comments. So we're setting up a box on my website michaelsavage.com for suggested podcasts what you want me to do I mean I have loads of things I want to talk about come January I'm going to do uh, recipes I'm not going to cook but I'm going to I'm going to actually read recipes that I have cooked and talk about things around the recipe that should be a lot of fun I'm going to do something very unique which is I have unpublished fiction that I've been holding or that publishers rejected because it was too risqué too politically dangerous for them to publish, and I'm going to be publishing on my podcast a serialized version, episodes of my unpublished fiction on the Michael Savage podcast come January. So lots of new things will be coming up. I'd like you to be part of it. It's free, by the way. There's no subscription for the podcast, none whatsoever. It's going to be free, just like my podcasts are today, and I will be sending Along your ideas to myself. I mean, I'll read your ideas and see if I can incorporate them now I also have huge huge voluminous unpublished manuscripts of my years searching for plants in Some of the most remote islands in the world in the South Pacific. I kept copious notes along the lines of other journal writers in the past uh, centuries And so some of the observations are interesting. Some are personal, some are botanical, some are zoological, some are sociological, some are just musings, and I will publish those as well on the Michael Savage podcast, meaning I will serialize my journals on the the podcast. So all in all, it's not just going to be me doing news as I do now, it's largely a news driven show, and once the election is really over, which it isn't. I mean, come January, this will be over, one way or the other, right? Raise your hands if you agree with me. And you're burned out from the election anyway. You want it all behind you. You'd rather have me do a cooking podcast right now than talk about stealing the election. You'd rather I read from my journals from 1963 in Mallorca or my journals from 1969 in Tonga than talk about Donald Trump or Joseph Biden, right or wrong. This is the Savage Nation. Follow me on michaelsavage.com. Thanks for listening.
0: The Westwood One Podcast Network.